Since the Prime Minister selected a new cabinet, he's been on diplomatic tour throughout the world. It is now January, he is changing gears really quickly, and he's made several pronouncements just over the last couple of days that really show us a lot about what he's thinking and where he's going. Michael, you're watching these issues very carefully. You're on top of the Prime Minister, you're reading his speeches, and you're studying even the speechwriters that presumably are writing some of this stuff for him not very well. Well, it, 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 it's been it was really strange. This is He had a New Year's message, which he released on January the 1st, and that was fine. And it was, it was a sort of a, a grab bag of discombobulated, here are good things that have happened under my rule, here are some things that work. I'm doing good. I'm doing good, this, and there are some more good things. Okay, for, for a, put that out on your Facebook New page. New Year's message, it's, it's okay. nice. And, and everybody's all away from Tokyo anyway, it's mm -hmm. not a big deal. January 4, he starts the diet, the, the earliest that it has ever started. The, the emperor comes in, he opens the diet, everybody comes in to the upper house to um, receive the emperor and for him to open up the diet. That's right. The, and then, the, and, and then the, the prime minister has some message. Now, his message to the diet was uh, basically what I did on my vacation mm -hmm. report about all of his trips overseas and what the results were. And he has an impressive story to tell, and he, he did. He also offered some self-deprecating comments about what kind of person he is. He made a very peculiar reference to the Tokugawa Yoshimune, and that That's he right. wants to be like him and to plant trees for the future. I mean, okay, that's good. But yeah. then he went into, he had a press conference on that same day. And the press conference was word for word, his opening statement was his New Year's message. Mm -hmm. And okay, it was okay as a New Year's message, but you're talking to the really skeptical members of the press. True, they don't have a real chance to, to really plug you. Because they're in the press club. They're in the press club and they want to stay there. Right. Uh, but you say... Well, Haven't you, you practiced this before? Don't, don't, you, don't, you, don't you have a whole new thing, sure. set of things to say? Or, or why are you doing this again? Uh, because we already read it. Oh, thank you very much. It's been kind of bizarre in that regard. So the, the, uh, they do have a program, for a policy program, and they have some big issues that they mm -hmm. want to address over the course of this particular diet session of 150 days. They're going to, they're going to take on TPP, they say and work out what needs to be done in order to both bring it into force and also win over people, which means a lot of nice sweeteners and a lot of nice programs for people who would otherwise be disenfranchised or, or basically put into a, a dangerous competitive position by TPP. They wanted to do that. In a, and it's, it's a very strange thing to do mm -hmm. when you consider that they're going to be facing a national election which has to be held in the House of Counselors election, and possibly a voluntarily a dissolving the House of Representatives to make it a double election, right. for them to, to play with this, this really explosive piece of, 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 well, treaty and legislation is really something that, well, it shows a little gumption, I think. Right. Well, today is January 7th. We've only been in the new year very, very briefly. The diet was opened on, on the 4th. Um, one of the things that we attempt to do here on Tokyo on Fire is parse through a lot of the noise and, and make sense out of things that are being said. And the Prime Minister has made three pronouncements, very important pronouncements, over the last couple of days. And 
telling us or maybe hinting to us where he is going to be going. And it sure looks like he's putting a lot of emphasis, division for the hundred million, uh, Ichioku Katsuyoku. Yeah. And he's putting a lot of power and, and he's talking about an awful lot. And a lot of these things, they just look like pie in the sky, but he is really bold and going forward and saying, you know, we will accept this challenge and we are moving forward even in light of these challenges. A challenge. Right. How many, times, word, how many times did he say challenge? Well, you said it three times in a row, right. first of all. And I think that in terms of the, the, the speech that he gave, he said it like 30 plus times. Mm -hmm. The word challenge. Uh, Chosen, challenge. Right. Uh, it, uh, again, that was indicative that maybe his, his, his uh, writers were on vacation, that he would have the same word so many times. And mm -hmm. it was, yeah, he wants to create a challenging society and challenge the status quo and challenge this and that and the and I suppose challenge the course of events that are happening in the East Asian region. Great, fine, but if he's going to hammer home on the 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 dynamic society for one hundred million, yes, he wants to dynamically engage the society. That's right, dynamically engage the society of one hundred million, which is not at all what it says in the Japanese. Mm -hmm. uh, that. That program has already been disposed of intellectually throughout right. the world. Mm -hmm. You're saying, this can't happen, that can't happen, none of these proposals really is doable. He's just you're saying, why is he going forward on it? Well, it seems right. to be the only thing that they have. Well, he did backtrack on the number of women that he had committed to be in senior positions of, of power and authority throughout Japanese society and in the bureaucracy. They've made great strides in getting the number of women into the bureaucracy, working in, in the state uh, structure. That's probably about 48% at the last count, which is, which is pretty darn good. Well, well the thing is that, that the drop in the goal from 30% women candidates to seven. That's, come on. Isn't he challenging that fate once again by saying, you know, the birth rate will be 1.8. Oh yeah, and, sure. And and who, how, how can it be 1.8 even if you give it 15 years? Well, it, it, the, the, the thing is, is if, if you read into the fine print of what they say, that 1.8 is, the, it's called the kiboritsu, the, 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 the expectations number. And everybody, when the first time they, they brought, they trotted this out all at once, you said, where did the world number 1.8 yes. comes from? Right. It, it, it's not replacement level. That's right. 2.1 births per woman. Where did this number come from? And it came from a survey that asked people, how many children do you want? And women answered one or two. And when they did the math, the number the, the, that they wished to have was 1.8 children. Uh. So that became the goal. The wish number. Okay. But if you read the fine print, they say, but actually the goal is 2.1. Well, that tests the credibility of the prime minister. I mean, why would he even gamble that? More importantly, haven't you noticed his his posture and his his pronunciation? He, he's really looking good on TV and at the podium. His hair is good. His his dynamics are looking good. He's speaking with power and authority. But what he what comes out of his mouth makes you wonder, you know, where is he coming from? Yeah, it, it's, it's a very strange dislocation that you feel uh, if you know that the policies don't work that right. way. And you say, when does reality kick in? When is this the image of we're going to be doing this? Like, as in the case of the North Korean nuclear test, we're going to stand firm, we're going to be doing this. And, and do what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, what 
in can Japan do aside from say U.S. if they bomb us, make sure that you you do, you turn them into a field of glass? Okay, that's all that we ask. A little、Let's, bit late. You know, <laughs> it's. It's there's a a real disconnect between the level of rhetoric, the subject, and the actual content. So, is this indicative of the prime minister in the future, perhaps in the next two or three months? I mean, there's a lot that's going to happen between now and April first, when all of the laws that were passed last year go into effect. But is this indicative of the prime minister kind of being bold and aggressive and trying to? To encourage the nation, because he's got to, he's got to get GDP up. He's got to do a lot of things that are really superhuman. Well, we all know that the, what's really pushing him right now is the 2016 July House of Councilors election. So that you have to look at everything that they're going to be doing through the lens of trying to put together the best, well, PR package、right. for an election of the House of Councilors, which. Due to its structure, has particular things that work and particular things that don't.、Mm-hmm. Unlike a House of Representatives election, it's not really retail politics. It's much more framing and and theory、mm-hmm. because the districts are the prefectures themselves. And in fact, with this new in this election, we're going to have a new system where two prefectures together will be a single electoral district.、Mm-hmm. So, whereas in the House of Reps, you you, you vote for people. Because you you know that person di- directly, you know that representative, and he knew your father, and your 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 father knew his father, and it's all these personal connections, right? In the ha- in the House of Councilors, it's it's a lot more image, it's a lot more, you know, who's strong, who's who who's weak, and、mm-hmm. those play a lot into it. And you have to say that everything that they're going to be doing, even on the basic policy, even in in the budget, is going to be geared for that election. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we went from the long sh- format into the short format, and it really is hard for us to kind of hit a lot of the issues that are important. The election, there's an election in Okinawa, there's an election in Hokkaido. All of these things are indicators to the population and also to the the LDP of where they need to put their resources. The chief cabinet secretary, for example, is under an increasingly amount of pressure to cobble together to keep his the, the cabinet together and to make sure that the The process is moving forward while the prime minister is kind of doing the dog and pony for the population. But they've got some serious issues coming up. The chief cabinet secretary, I, I, I've heard of him being called the Rasputin. I think that's unfair. I, I think, but clearly he's he's the power. Well,、but、he's one of the most he's one of the longest serving、uh, chief cabinet secretaries in、uh, post war history. He, I think he's go- if he has has he not yet not he's he's probably number three. Okay, but still he, he's closing been, it's, closing it's, it's a it's an excruciatingly difficult job. It combines. Being in charge of the bureaucracy, being in charge of the cabinet, and also being the chief spokesman for the government—all、right. those three—and also, of course, you you have a fourth job, which is to be the、uh, basically the person with the switch in case the prime minister misbehaves.、Mm-hmm. The, that's the chief cabinet secretary is the person who picks him up by the lapels and throws him on the couch and tells him, "Shut up!" Right. That's and he's the only person in the government who can do that. Well, he's also. Possibly a disposable、uh, individual if things start going bad and the prime minister starts getting some some negative、uh, hits. If you lose your, your chief cabinet secretary, though, what you've said is I don't know what I'm doing with my government.、Mm-hmm. And the current prime minister Abe was chief cabinet secretary in the last year of the Koizumi 
uh, time that he was in office after the 2005. He knows, the job. he knows what the job is, and he he knows that under normal circumstances, a chief cabinet secretary is later on a candidate right. for being prime minister. But Suga is something different. Maybe not likely. Not very mm. unlikely to be a future candidate for prime minister. And so he's been going about his job as if it's the last job he's ever going to have. But he's not a bad chief cabinet secretary. He's, he's a fantastic he's pretty, one. He's pretty darn good. But in doing his job as effectively as he's done it, he has created enemies as well. I'm Well, I'm, I'm not privy to that information, mm -hmm. but maybe we shouldn't even be talking about okay, it. Okay, let's... Uh, Erase that part. But the point is that the prime minister is busy looking good and making pronouncements about how the, the economy is going to bloom and how we're going to have lots of children and we don't need to have robots to do work that uh, everybody else is doing now. Yeah, but there's a real danger in the case of Abe for people like me who remember 2006, 2007, that three days before he announced his resignation, he gave his policy address to the opening of the Extraordinary Diet right. and promised this and promised that and we're going to do this and we're going to do that for an hour. And I remember I, at my office where I was, my conservative colleague just threw up his hand and he says, and we're all going to go to heaven. Right. <laughs> and three days later, he's gone. Right. He says, I can't do this job anymore. That the, Abe, when he starts going on the promise binge, yeah, it, 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 it gives me a sense of, of uneasiness. Right. Well, politics is known for being making lots of promises and not following through on them. But here on Tokyo Fire, we keep score. Please stay tuned.